Relating Newton's third and first laws in our context, when we do nothing, nothing happens, and life just stays the same. When we do something, we can keep at it, we will keep going. However, the true test comes when an event or situation comes up to challenge that. Hi there, I'm Cynthia Mkuchwa. You can call me C. Are you feeling stuck or finding it hard to accept yourself and feel like life is happening to you? I can relate. Not so long ago, I discovered a path that led to a life-transforming journey of love and healing. After getting to a point of feeling sick and tired of being sick and tired. A couple of years and lessons learned later, here I am, living a life I love. I could shout this from the rooftop. I created Ignite and Fall to help you navigate your path of emotional healing. Ignite the love and light within and enjoy the magical experience of life. Self-love, people-pleasing, letting go, nourishing and healing the mind and all things in between. I have a few things we talk about. I teach you to let go and live a life you love here and now, wholeheartedly and unconditionally. Yes, you deserve it. You deserve to live a life you love as your most beautiful and authentic self. Life is worth living and you're worth loving, my friend. Are you ready to get started? This is the Ignite and Flow podcast. A happy new year to you, my friends. It's officially the start of another year. And it's around this time of the year we find ourselves setting goals, resolutions, intentions. And part of that may include developing a wellness or self-care ritual, which I'm so excited to touch on next week. Today I share with you reasons why you need to include a consistent meditation practice in your routine and rituals, and most importantly, how to make it work for you. Quickly before we jump in, if you're enjoying the Ignite and Flow podcast and finding it helpful, I would appreciate your rating and review, and possibly a share to someone you know would benefit the way that you are too. Last week, I shared with you 15 lessons I learned in 2022 and some of my reflections and highlights. You can find this on the podcast episode six, which I've linked in the show notes. And six of those lessons I want to share with you today. So number four was I don't do overwhelm. Pretty much it's making a choice not to allow myself to get overwhelmed. Number five, I'm intentional about the things I do. Out of a pure heart, with authenticity, truth, and courage, I act. Number six, the courage to take action to live the life I want to live. Number seven, honoring my needs is a gift of love I deserve. Number eight, I am not an island. I'm expanding my capacity to love and be loved. Number 11, I deserve to heal. You deserve to heal. Feeling the pain and releasing the pain is the greatest gift of healing you can give yourself. It's not easy. This is breakthrough. And part of my reflections, I noted my word for the year as courage. The courage to act, the courage to do what I need to do to live the life I want to live, the courage to feel the pain, the courage to release that pain, and the courage to love, to love yourself. Something that might come so easy to other people is something that you actually need to work through. So it doesn't come naturally now, does it? I discovered that to learn a lesson and to get the most out of it, we must go through a life experience that shows us how important the lesson is. So you've heard of the many benefits of meditation, primarily for the benefits of mental health, 
from easing anxiety and depression, boosting your self-confidence, reducing stress and many others. Yet sometimes you still find yourself questioning or wondering whether it actually works. And the short answer is yes. There are many studies to prove that. And in my case, my own personal experience, I can confidently say meditation is one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. And consistently practicing meditation is one of the greatest gifts I've given myself. So now the question now comes in, how do you make meditation work for you? And with anything, we go in with expectations of results that we'll get from the experience. And there are many reasons why it appears not to work. I prefer to look at it today on how to make it work for you. There are many studies that have that it works. Okay, so it works. And maybe for some people it doesn't work and I won't um, discount that as well. Um, but today we'll speak more on I'm going to share with you three tips or three ways you can make meditation to work for you. Number one, you just have to keep showing up. Consistency is the key to success with anything in life, in the hills and the valleys. You keep showing up for your practice. Even when you don't feel like it or you seem not to be getting the results that you're after, something is actually happening. Every action that we take produces some reaction. So I did a bit of research on this one and I went to physics for kids and I was just reading on Newton's first and second laws of motion and the third one actually. And the first law says that an object at rest tends to stay at rest and an object in motion tends to stay in motion with the same direction and speed. Motion or lack of motion cannot change without an unbalanced force acting. If nothing is happening to you and nothing does happen, you will never go anywhere. If you're going in a specific direction, unless something happens to you, you will always go in that direction forever. I just loved how they put this. Um, I've also just linked that reference below if you want to get into this. And then the third law says that for every action or force, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Forces are found in pairs. Simply put, you get what you give. So I'm going to go back to, in our terms, how does this all relate to what we're saying here? The first part of it just being, if you do nothing, nothing happens. If you choose not to meditate, you won't get the benefits of a meditation practice or wellness or well-being practice. That's it. And the other part of it is, if you do something, maybe at the same speed, they said, and the same force as well, you keep going and you go in that same direction forever. But here's the thing, in life, the only constant in life is change and nothing ever stays the same. So we can't expect to be going in the same direction forever because we'll face challenges, we'll face obstacles and opposing forces pretty much in life. But what happens when we face those challenges and obstacles and opposing forces is growth. We grow from those experiences. And that's how you know that your meditation practice is working, right? So relating that law or these laws is, okay, in the times of unrest, in the times where you feel like you're not balanced, if you're able to keep your cool or respond differently than the way you were responding a couple of months ago, then it's working. That's your proof right there that your practice is working. 
And pretty much that's how I found myself over the years ever since, you know, starting my meditation practice. I'm going to go through the lessons I shared with you earlier, the, the lessons I shared with you, the six of them, and how these relate. So number four, I mentioned that I don't do overwhelm. It's the fourth of my 15 lessons that I highlighted. I was only able to make that choice based on two reasons. One, I had experienced that stillness and bliss that comes with meditation, and I had events come up that had an opposing force. So once you have a taste of how good it is to be in a state of quiet and stillness, I just kept showing up because I knew that something is working. I'm not the same person I was before. I'm not responding the way I used to. So I just kept showing up. And number two is when you have events come up that make you feel overwhelmed. I just had to make the choice that, you know, I don't want to live like this. I want to live in that space of stillness and quiet. And making that choice meant that I kept showing up, consistently showing up and in stillness because I wanted to reap the benefits that a practice gave me. Number five, I am intentional about the things I do. Out of a pure heart, with authenticity, truth, and courage, I act. Change is uncomfortable. And developing a practice takes courage. It takes strength. It takes courage to be real and truthful with yourself about what you need and what serves you best. And naturally, as human beings, once we get comfortable in doing the things we're doing, the way we've always done them, trying to change that pretty much is... Is takes an act of courage for you to be able to be truthful to say, okay, I'm facing resistance here. And that's part of change. You can only have that insight and wisdom as you consistently maintain your practice. Number six, the courage to take action to live the life I want to live. I want to live a life of peace, a life of joy, a life where I respond in the best possible way in all situations and circumstances. I don't need more proof on how this serves me. All I need to do is to show up. Have the courage to act, to live the life that I want to live. This time of stillness does that. Not only for the practice, but for other aspects of your life. You find the strength that you gain for doing other things in your life. The strength to show up. The courage to show up. And now also to do the things that you need to do. So now we move on to the second of the three ways of making meditation work for you. So the first one was consistently showing up. Show up however you can show up. Um, if you can just show up today, walking meditation, sitting meditation, show up in however you can show up. The key is just to show up. Number two is related to your life. When you show up consistently, you start to see some results. You start to see the fruit of the seed that you're planting and Honoring my needs is a gift of love I deserve was number seven. As we go deeper in meditation, we discover more of who we are. Your true and authentic self starts to come out and it starts to come to the surface. So in instances where we've ignored our needs in the past, we start to discover the opposite by showing up for ourselves, which is a gift of love that we rightfully deserve. Showing up for yourself is that gift you're giving yourself because you're honoring your needs. You love yourself more and more and you choose to give yourself this loving gift. 
Number eight, I'm not an island. I'm expanding my capacity to love and be loved. The more I show up for myself, the more I discover who I truly am, the more I'm compassionate on myself and also on others. The more I love myself, the more I see that I deserve that love and I deserve to be loved. I realize that you can't do life by yourself. You expand your capacity to love other people and to be loved as well. You can give and receive love from a pure and authentic place. And you realize, truly, we can't journey alone. We're not islands. We need each other. Number 11 of the 15 was, you deserve to heal. Feeling the pain and releasing the pain is the greatest gift of healing you can give yourself. It's not easy, it's breakthrough. And all these 15 lessons and everything I'm sharing with you today, I don't believe I would have had that awareness without that gift of meditation and me relating it to my life and you relating it to your life, making it personal for you. And how can you relate it to your life? I've shared with you three ways that I related this to my life, honoring my needs, expanding my capacity to love and be loved, and processing my healing the best way I can, discovering my breakthrough. So how can you relate meditation to your life? How can you make this practical for you? What are you discovering? What insights are you getting as you get up? What are you noticing um, as you meditate? And We can only find that awareness if we take that moment to reflect. I'm just going to backtrack and just share with you um, the reflection, the 2022 reflection that we did last week in episode six. I shared with you um, a journaling workbook where you can reflect on your year and highlights and what you're giving thanks for. And reflection is not just an annual thing, but it's a very profound way of you raising awareness and just going within and discovering What has happened? What lessons did you learn? That's how we grow. So I encourage you to download that uh, workbook and just go through that exercise. Maybe not for the year if you've done that already, but also for other seasons in your life, you'll find that very helpful. The third of the three ways of making meditation work for us is find what feels good and works for you. Now, there are many forms and ways to meditate. What feels good for you is different from what feels good for another person. And also what is accessible to you is different from what is accessible to another person. And we find with some people, they can just go in the stillness of a room, in the quiet, and just sit and meditate. You find with others, they need guided meditations. Maybe you're a beginner, but even myself, I enjoy guided meditations. I found them um, soothing. I find that having another person as a teacher also makes me feel like I'm not alone and you find a path. So you find many different ways of meditating. We have the power and the strength to design a ritual that works for us and creating a personal experience that we come home to and feels just right is what we need. It doesn't have to be comfortable because we need to grow, but it's our practice So what does that look like? So an example is combining your meditation practice with other tools and practices like journaling, affirmations, yoga, breathwork, walking, music, and many others. There's so many ways of doing this. And also many people are now rising up and guiding people as mentors, coaches, and teachers. And that's what Ignite and Flow is here for, to support your journey of wellness and well-being and finding what works for you. And personally, I found that 
Having a ritual is what works better for me than choosing one tool to practice in isolation. I found that if you combine one or two of these practices, they work really well for me because they're serving different parts of my mind, body, and spirit that I'm not aware of at times. And when put together, I get a much better result than trying to do a single thing in isolation. Doing one thing, it will work wonders for you probably, but at the same time, you want a ritual where you find that you look forward to the ritual. And even when you're not looking forward to it, you can still show up for that ritual because of the part of you that deeply is connected to your personal ritual that you designed and your experience. Root to Crown is a seven-day meditation experience I designed with that in mind. A way for you to ground yourself and harmonize. An experience that combines meditation, affirmations, mantra, and journaling. So an experience that will help you usher in the new year with calm, ease, and clarity as we kickstart 2023. So I invite you into this meditation experience as you design or figure out your wellness rituals for the year, which I'm excited to share with you next week. I hope this has been of help to you, friend. Before we go, a quick nudge for you to sign up for the 7 Days of Meditation Experience. Developing a meditation practice is one of the greatest gifts I've ever given myself. I call it a gift because of the benefits I've reaped from it. And I was just thinking the other day, if I was to keep one of the many practices and tools for my ritual, if I was to keep only one, which one would it be? And I thought of meditation. From calming my mind, providing an overwhelming sense of peace and the way I see myself. Practice consistently, meditation is life-changing, a true act of self-love. I've crafted this meditation experience to help you ground for balance and alignment, recognizing all the energy points in the body from root to crown. My hope is for you to reap those benefits and more of meditation through the seven-day experience, which went live yesterday, the 2nd of January, and is live today. You can sign up anytime for this free experience and be able to get everything you need to get you going. So you can sign up at igniteandflow.com forward slash seven days of meditation. The link is in the show notes. I would love to hear from you if you go through this experience. As always, if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. I look forward to supporting you in the new year, starting with Ignite 2023, our new year intention setting experience opening on the 10th of January. So you can sign up at igniteandflow.com forward slash Ignite 2023 waitlist. I'll put a link for that in the show notes as well. As always, you can find the resources that support this podcast in the description. I'm sending you so much love, so much light and peace. Have a lovely 2023. I look forward to journeying with you. I'll catch you again next week. Have a lovely rest of the week.